Welcome to I'm Obsessed With This, the Netflix podcast about the shows and films everyone seems to be talking about and why. As usual, we will be having a spoilerful discussion of all titles today. All titles equals Money Heist, La Casa de Papel, as well as a few old heist movies. I won't spoil it, but we're going to spoil them with you. So if you don't want to be spoiled about heist movies generally, or in particular, La Casa de Papel, finish the season and then come back to this. And then watch a bunch of heist movies. And then watch a bunch of heist movies. I am your host, Bobby Finger, and today I'm joined in the studio by Lindsay Weber, writer, editor, and co-host of my other podcast, Who Weekly. Hi. And also, we're patched in with Gene Bentley, entertainment reporter who covers television for The Hollywood Reporter, Rotten Tomatoes, and more. Hello from uh, New York, Gene. Hello from L.A. Are you just covered the Emmy nominations. Exciting. I did. I did. They were exciting. They're nice. They, they were, were exciting. And they were at 2 a.m. I've been up for seven hours. There were some good ones. <laughs> I think, um, though, HBO uh, came out on top this year. HBO came out on top, uh-huh. not Netflix, yeah. the, the producers of this <laughs> That's particular what I was implying. <laughs> I see some Ozark Listen, in there. I see some, Russian, some Russian doll. doll. Yeah. Oh, Russian doll. Yes. I see a little When They See Beyonce's us. Homecoming got like a gajillion in the variety oh, it section. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did? That's, yeah, great. that's great. Oh, Pose, which you can watch now on Netflix. What fun. <laughs> um, Lindsay's drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee. Jean, are you drinking anything or are you just like going dry right now? <laughs> Listen, I have some water. You know, I'm hydrating. <laughs> it's early there. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, you think maybe coffee. Earlier. 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 Yeah. Well, the time difference really does just completely mess me up. Um, you two know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You met internationally. Yeah, we met on a press trip, which is some true insider uh, media bullshit. And you haven't yep. seen each other since? Since we uh-huh. were in the country of Botswana. That's great. Mm-hmm. It was a great, great press trip. Working on, did you, what, what is, what was, a, it was, is National Geographic? National Geographic's uh-huh. two different uh, shows. One was a documentary and one was uh, like a wildlife documentary. That's fun. Both and, good. And, and to pivot back to Netflix, yeah. because this is not a National Geographic podcast. Did you watch Our Planet? I didn't bring it up, but of course I did. <laughs> sure did. Of course. Of course I did. And it felt even more real to me because I'd just seen all that stuff in real life. It was quite moving. Did yeah. it feel more real watching it on our friend's HDR television it than felt, it did in person? It did feel more real <laughs> watching it on that huge TV than in person. No, it was, It was. I think, Gene, I don't know if you remember, but towards the end of our trip, I was genuinely scared when we went out. I don't know if you experience me, like my excitement turning into fear, I just- Like as, from the wildlife? It got more real to me as we were, we because every morning we and night we would go on these little trips out to see animals. And at first I was like, animals, I've seen them. I know what these animals look like. These are easy animals. And then toward, at the end I was like, I'm genuinely terrified they could kill us right now. <laughs> I mean, I do remember that you got an incredible video of like a warthog or something. Yeah, well, I got charged up by a warthog. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just a you casual Botswana adventure. <laughs> you have a video that's very much like yeah. uh, my new favorite Twitter account, which is Perfectly Cut Screams. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen have that Have you one. seen this Twitter account, Jean? No, I have to check it out. It's just like videos where things, like sort of innocuous things are happening, frequently with animals, mm-hmm. and then the animal charges at the person, you hear like a scream, but then it cuts yeah. before anything. Yeah. It's it not just, always animals. It was just like, you know, the more you see these animals, the more weird things that they do that you'd never seen before. So you're like, I'm genuinely like scared now that this, I'm. it's so yeah. real to me. It's I'm so really real. scared of hippos after that mm, trip. Yeah, I had no scary. opinion yes. on hippos before. For, but yes. I realized they there are the actual most terrifying. Yeah, because every time you saw animal. them, it'd be like, oh, these these are the murderers. Like this is how everyone <laughs> dies: is these hippos. More people die by hippo than like than other one. animals. And There's we would a statistic close that's to them. real that you can look up, but like hippos are dangerous. Hippos yeah. are Don't the secret like they're dangerous terrors, and they honk yes. during the day. They snor- They like sound like cows. 
but then at night they laugh, so they sound like they're laughing. Uh, they sound like ha 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 all night. Isn't it? Isn't the thing about coyotes uh, that they sound like like crying children, like babies? Where like in L.A., yeah. you hear coyotes yeah. and it's really creepy. So do feral cats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we're not here to talk about animals anymore. But before we get into La Casa de Papel, I want to talk about other things that you've been watching on Netflix, TV series, films, whatever that you've been really loving lately. You know, the more obscure, the better. The more underground, although is anything actually obscure on Netflix? I think that's a, more of an existential question. Jean, what have you been watching that you've been loving? Okay, so I watch a lot of comedy on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, I really like to put on a stand-up special. Uh-oh. I'm getting ready for bed. So um, the most recent one I watched is Catherine Ryan's special, which just oh, came out, her. I think, a week ago. Yeah, and I actually didn't know really who she was until I watched The Fix, another Netflix show, uh-huh. um, <laughs> which is like... Netflix's version of a British panel show and so I watched these episodes when it came out last year and I was like who is this lady she's very funny pretty famous in England I think mm-hmm. she's um, Canadian all, I yeah think. yeah and then she lives in the UK with her daughter and I thought her special was very funny she had a really extended bit about Celine Dion and how Celine Dion is the best and everyone loves her and you know that's true it is every Canadian's number one topic of conversation <laughs> Celine Dion true. Yes, exactly. That's it. That's all they have, right? (laughs) Like, yes. Americans only talk about, you know, Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yes, that's all we talk (laughs) about. That's all we talk about. That's all we talk about. All the time. That is all we talk about. I was trying to think of what's the opposite of Donald Trump? What's the opposite of Donald Trump? Chris Pratt and (laughs) Catherine Schwarzenegger. We only talk about Donald Trump. That's true. What about you, Lindsay? What have you watched? Well, I was just like, I forget. But like, I'm looking at what I have been watching recently in my continue watching for Lindsay. Oh, I love the continue watching. Uh, Because I tend to start and stop things. But you know what actually I did watch that I was like perfectly charmed by and felt like moved, but also like... TV is so urgent and it feels like you're in a rush to finish it and you're Mm -hmm. in a rush to start something else. I was watching Tales of the City and I was like, this is such like a pleasant like like romp of television. Mm -hmm. Like I could watch two episodes and never watch it again. I could watch the whole thing. I could come back in a year and watch more. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt so calmed by it. They just put the OGs on it, too. So you can watch the, like, original 1993 really? ones, too. Oh, I just really? And I started reading yeah. the books, too. I was like, oh, oh I yeah, really yeah. want to know. Like, because our friend Andrew Spina was like, oh, you got to read the books. I read they're, the first. Like, I read the first fun. They're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like, this is a show that doesn't feel like it is in in step with what type of TV is out now in a very refreshing way. It's very sweet, I hear. Very sweet. Yes. Just not urgent. Like I love that. I haven't watched it. I I was I noticed that the original, the 1983 one, is up on Netflix, and it's really funny because I don't know if you've looked at all of them. There's so many of them. They got the gang back together like five times. There's Tales of the City. There's more Tales of the City. There's like, guess what? We got more Tales of the City. Like, here come more Tales of the City. <laughs> Tales of the City Reloaded. And then so there's so many of them. But I think just that first one is up now. Like Baby Laura Linney, Baby Olympia Dukakis. Baby who? It's all baby Parker Posey. I want to give you another one that's like not as like, you know, like like something. Gene, have you been watching Tales of the City? I have watched a couple of episodes. I haven't gotten super far into it. Mm -hmm. I hear that episode eight is uh Oh, I gotta get there. I gotta yeah, get there. you gotta get there. No, no, that's what I, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> the other thing that I was watching that was also quite pleasant on Netflix was the movie. Oh, Becoming Jane. Have you seen that? Oh, recently? I love Becoming Such Jane. Such a good movie. Uh, Want to know something embarrassing? What? I yes. worked for my college newspaper for like a year. It was fine. Um, but I wrote, I did a lot of things, but Review I wrote I, I wrote Jane. reviews for one summer because they needed someone to fill in for Amazing. one summer. Amazing, good skill. And I reviewed maybe five movies. Yeah, Two total. of them that I remember. Yeah. Becoming Jane. Yeah. 
and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, incredible. Wow. What a great summer for COVID. Pinnacle yeah. of cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I went and saw like press screenings, like the yeah. Austin version of press screenings. Yeah. So it was just like a packed AMC. Because yeah. the way they do it in, in most cities, because we don't have, you know, the luxury of a New York or LA screening room, right? Yeah. They just have sneak previews where they let people in to see Becoming Jane like two days before it comes out. Yeah. And then there's like one row of press people. That's so fun though. Yeah, like I fun. just, I think Becoming Jane is one of those movies that I've watched on every streaming service. Yeah. Like, Guess which one I liked of the it's two. It's Followed Me Around. Becoming Jane or now pronounced you Chuck and Larry. Wow, oh, Becoming boy. Jane. Becoming Jane. <laughs> Although honestly. I gave it a rave, Gene. I gave it a rave. It's you know a great what? movie and I just want to say it's good. on Netflix. <laughs> Her accent, good. Yeah. She's incredible. Her accent, No, good. she's incredible. It's a great movie. Listen Let's to our other podcast. We're going to talk that. about um, what is the biggest non-English language television show on Netflix. This is crazy to Huge. Me. And no one in America knows about it. <laughs> oh my Jean, God. <laughs> you're obsessed with it. How It's called I The am... Casa de Papel in English. It has the slightly less effective title, Money Heist. Yeah, Jean, how did you start How did you discover this? it? Okay, I used to write for this TV app where people can track what they're watching on television. Mm -hmm. And the company um, was started in Europe. So they have a lot of people from Europe who use the app. And it was consistently like the top show that people were following, that Mm -hmm. people were watching. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then I finally was like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. And then I checked it out and it was incredible. (laughs) And you, as you said, you can do nothing else but watch it because unfortunately, despite the fact that I have watched so much money heist, I still do not speak Spanish. And yeah. I thought it would you know? I thought it would change. I thought I, I would know. all of a sudden know. And it's like I, honestly, it's, it's not no. working. It's not working. So I watched it all and then was like, guys, everyone watch this. Everyone watch this. And no one did. And now <laughs> and I no finally get to talk to you guys about yeah. it. And I'm just thrilled. It's well, it's one of those shows that, you know, they do have English dubs. And you, you can also, so you can watch it English dubbed. You can also watch it in Spanish. I also watched it like in, in Spanish with subtitles. And the problem with that, if you don't speak the language that you're watching, this also is an issue with Terrace House that I have, is that you're either fully engrossed in the show mm-hmm. or you miss everything. So, you know, mm-hmm. usually you can, sometimes you can watch TV and you're kind of like half, half. Just Jean, you watched it with subtitles. Yes, I watched it with subtitles. And then I would like occasionally pick up my phone and start doing something and realize that I like didn't understand what was going mm-hmm. on. And then I would, sorry. Same. And then I would rewind it two minutes yeah. and then. <laughs> I do a lot of rewinding in the show Same. because I look away and then I'm like, Same. oh, damn it. Yeah. And you watched it uh, with subtitles as well. The first I watched it seasons. with subtitles. No, the, whole, the whole thing, thing I watched with subtitles. Okay. I, you know, towards sometimes my brain would like shut off and I'd want to go to the dub. But then I'd be like, no, like you're going to miss a lot of what's happening. The other thing that I find so funny about La Casa du Papel, which I'm not the first to say this, is the fact that it's called Money Heist is hilarious <laughs> to me. Like, how is it translated <laughs> to that? Like, it is the most straightforward, like... It, it could be called like money heist description money there's a money heist like it's <laughs> called money heist, money heist. <laughs> I mean what's a what's a better English language the the actual literal translation is the house of paper but I guess paper is sort of a colloquialism for money so it's sort of like like get that paper in the United States would refer to get that money but it's like I, I, it's it's really hard to think of something, You're right, the, something because better. The, because the Spanish title is so straightforward so like what's a less sort of embarrassing straightforward title <laughs> we could give it to English speaking audiences like yeah. heist show honestly heist show heist show yeah well Here comes I guess the heist. I guess <laughs> what they thought which is smart is you know the best way to get English speakers to come to this show is to say you know, this is the this is a heist show if you like Ocean's Eleven if you like Logan Lucky if you like all these these movies this 
is the show for you. It is like about mm. a heist. And this this leads me to the question I'm going to ask number one super fan, um, the number one American <laughs> English speaking, non-Spanish speaking super fan, Gene. Yes. What are parts one and two of Money Heist about? And then we will get into season three. Because I think that <laughs> this episode is speaking to people who haven't seen it as a whole and then we can get to season three yeah but what are what are what are the first two parts about i've kind of tried to i've described it to people <laughs> as like oceans 11 but with like sexy spanish people yes mm-hmm. yes basically it's so much sexier it's than like telenovela yes. meets so oceans sexy. 11 yeah they're very hot no one's fucking in oceans 11 it's really disappointing <laughs> i know but these people they sure are. <laughs> um, so it's like this mysterious guy who calls himself the professor get gathers like a group of criminals together and they're all strangers and they all have different skills. And then they spend like months training for this heist, but it launches with the heist, which is they go into the Royal Mint of Spain and they're robbing the Royal Mint of Spain. And it's kind of like goes back and forth in time back to like their training and and then the present day and the heist. And it's a lot uh, of time yeah. skipping in this show. Lots, lots. Yeah. Of and it. there's, you know, there's stuff going on in the inside of the bank and there's stuff going on on the outside of the bank because the mm-hmm. professor is kind of there, you know, the guy on the outside. And you have a lot of like. They're doing stuff and then you kind of figure out what they're doing and why they're doing it, which mm-hmm. is fun. Always in a heist, you got to like leave a little mystery. Yeah. Can't explain it before they do it. I mean, the characters are all very good. They're like simple little archetypes. They're fun. They're exactly what you need from the heist. Exactly. Like, you have the sexy person. You have the you have the gay person. You have the other gay person. You have like all these <laughs> things. But the thing that I appreciate about the show, which is kind of obvious, is that they're sort of Robin Hoods in a way. Like they understand that they have to be beloved by the Spanish people in order for this to be successful. So they become sort of folk heroes by the end of the, of oh, the yeah. series, which I is also, great. I like they're not, that. they're yeah. not hardened criminals. Yes. There, there's a lot of violence on the show and like murder happens, but ultimately these aren't, these are people you can feel comfortable rooting for, you know? Well, they, you know, they reveal their backstories mm-hmm. and everybody of course has some sort of like a humanistic trait that makes you kind of attracted to them, whether mm-hmm. it's a rough father-son relationship or a kid somewhere or, you know, they fall in love or, you know, it, it's very weird. Like there really is only one character who I feel like is truly like a bad person mm-hmm. because of what he does mm-hmm. to who? the Berlin, Berlin. Because, oh, Berlin because of what he does to the, the, uh, the, the, the hostage the hostage yes. like he kind of yes. manipulates a female he's, hostage he's in like a, yeah. a sociopath he, yeah he's... but I think that's kind of what you're supposed to they, they yeah. want you there has to be one like truly bad guy but for the most part what's nice about robbing is that in a way it's kind of like Robin Hood where you can always twist people who are robbing into good people because you know fuck the system mm-hmm. capitalism down with capitalism yes we love our robbers you know they're giving great. us some of the money yeah. too yeah like yeah. it's a heist movie but it's also like anti-capitalism but Mm -hmm. also like this is what we have to deal with so you got to work within the capitalist system and so we're gonna you know damn the man and yeah rob the men and that's part of their plan which i love because he's like you know we can get a lot done here by winning the people you know we can really mess with the police if they're if the people are anti-police which is like a big sentiment you know and i think there's a lot of nuance here that we are as american watchers are missing too like i very much am aware of that as i watch it i'm like there's a lot of things here that like spanish people 
people who live in Spain know what's going on that we maybe don't have a full idea of because they're really reaching. There's a little bit of like history that I feel like I'm missing here. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, I think that this is one of those shows that's that's particularly of the moment because so much of it is about like the socioeconomic reality of present day Europe yes. and like why mm-hmm. all these people are doing this plot to begin with and also why the public is su- so supportive of them as they yeah. do it. It's got a V for Vendetta vibe too, which I feel mm-hmm. like um, is mm-hmm. very, it's something that I should know about Spain that I'm too, that I'm ig- ignorant and don't know, you know, mm-hmm. that I'm learning. Yeah. Um, but it reminds but, me of V for Vendetta in terms of like the masks and all that. that yeah. They all wear like red jumpsuits and Salvador Dali masks. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely frightening to look at yeah (laughs) and they involve the hostages in a way that is done in inside man which we'll get to later but it's like you know like they they have the hostages in the same outfit so that they can be decoys which becomes a problem if you're a big heist fan you'll you'll see patterns i feel like for other you know they really they try and do new things but there's a lot of things that repeat in terms of like strategies that like a lot of these heist movies love know that audiences love to see mm-hmm. you know stockholm syndrome stuff you got oh, yeah. you got I love a lot stuff. of there's like a couple instances of stockholm oh, yeah. syndrome but i'm like i get it you i know? love stockholm syndrome i get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> love it um so just kidding i don't love it that's probably <laughs> no we hate <laughs> we cannot support stockholm that's so syndrome problematic. no unless... we don't but also they carry on i you know, know they, they, we... they have a little tongue-in-cheek reference to i it, know so. well we, i didn't even tell you how i started wa- <laughs> yeah, why i started did, watching did you this find it? i just yeah. want to yeah. do full disclosure um a friend of ours you know works at netflix mm-hmm. and was like Lindsay, I, i'd love for you to watch this show and do something for me but i think you guys would appreciate what it was you know how um denver has that like iconic laugh mm-hmm. oh yeah, yes. yeah so my yeah. assignment was to watch the entirety of the two seasons and and every time he laughed to write down the timestamp. <laughs> so I was so literally a like of his laugh. I was watching looking for his laugh. That's why I watched it for the first time. I was like, oh, this is like really good. Um, I it's so funny that I'm watching it for this very yeah. specific thing. And yeah. and I, and looking for other kind of things would be catchy, but his laugh was a good I love one. Denver. Denver's a great like yes. kind of anti hero. He's a great hero. Well he starts off kind of dumb and he starts off kind of childish mm-hmm. and then he becomes a man. And by season three he's like oh he's a man. Denver. He's a daddy. Yeah. And when Denver is like turning away Nairobi in the elevator and he's like being a good guy, yeah. you're like, Denver, you've grown. Yeah, it's cool. Yes. <laughs> I love Denver. He's so, so good. Who is your favorite character, Gene? Have they evolved since parts one and two? Yeah. You know what? That's a really good question. I really love Rio, mm-hmm. sweet curly haired Rio. Oh. Um, I also have to say that several of the cast members of Money Heist are also on Elite, right? Which is yes, the been told this. sexy Spanish gossip murder girly. gossip girl mm-hmm. show, which is also incredible. Everyone should watch it again. <laughs> very upsetting to me that I have not absorbed. Even a little bit of Spanish. I know. Gene, what are you? You're putting in a lot of time here. <laughs> it's rude. Are, is um, Alite and La Casa du Papel are like the two biggest Spanish-speaking shows I that can't, Netflix I has. can't confirm Alite, I'm but sure. Money Heist is number one by a considerable margin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume that Alite is okay. also huge. I just don't have those numbers. Got it. Yes. You know, they they keep those numbers in the, in the Spanish I mint. I know. But if they're reusing <laughs> the same kind of heartthrobby Spanish actors, like yeah. it was as it was probably as big of a splash as, yeah. as La Casa. So he's on that show yeah. as well. Rio? Um, Rio Punk. Rio is and Denver is. Yeah. And then the one hostage from seasons mainly season 1, she's in season 2 a little bit, mm-hmm. but the, she's the uh British ambassador's daughter. Oh, she yeah, is yeah, also yeah. an elite. 
Um, I loved her, by the way. She did not get yeah. enough time in the first one. Like, she didn't get enough. She, to me, was very important, Allison Parker, but did yes. not get enough kind of, like, follow through with her plot, my mm-hmm. what, my opinion. You know? I That's agree. Maria Pedraza. I okay. thought she was yes. really good. She's only so, 23. Yeah. They're all so young. Um, and, and the guy who plays Rio is pretty young, too. But I just, like, I found that character very endearing and... Um, you can kind of see him become enamored with just like what he's doing and also just being respected by all of these people mm-hmm. who I think maybe would have like intimidated him in the past. And yeah. then he kind of also um, falls into this romance with the, I guess she's the main character, who, Tokyo. It's I mean, she's narration, the one who's, yeah, she narrates it. Two, yeah. So um, yeah. she, yeah, so he has this romance with her and I just found them very sweet and also, um, he plays a key role in season three, but he's not in it as much, which is my main complaint about mm-hmm. season three, to be honest with you. <laughs> and he's the one in the first two seasons, again, spoilers, that kind of like, you know one of them has to turn mm-hmm. to the dark side a little bit to to like help the cops or get a little scared, get freaked out, and that's him. And mm-hmm. it's interesting that that becomes him, then he kind of turns back, and then he, and then he kind of becomes the person why season three happens why they he is the he's the reason season three occurs they all love him so much um i but going back to that i i wanted to say just for listeners who haven't watched the show and are and and maybe need a little a little guidance specifically english-speaking listeners i watched parts one and two i mean you can think of parts one and two as one season that's split in two they are because it's one heist yeah um Mm -hmm. and i think internationally whenever before it was on netflix it was just one season they split it up in two they kind of re-edited it yeah um so Parts one and two, I watched dubbed. And I was like, this is fine. I like the intricacies of watching a heist movie. I love heist movies. I love watching them unveil. Like, I don't care how long it is, as long as that, like, final act is really satisfying. Yeah. You know, like, when everything's like, yeah. and here's how we did it. And you play, like, cool music and you see all the little that twists kind of and turns. That happens, like, blah, blah. every it episode. happens every yeah. episode. And yeah. I think that's why I love the show so much. Yeah. But season three, I watched with subtitles yeah and i because it was the only thing available at the Same. time yeah and i liked it so much more yeah and i think mm-hmm. and i think it's going to be worth and and we have said multiple times that if you take your eyes off the screen and you do not speak spanish you will miss things and you will have to rewind it's worth it but there it's is, worth it because it's not it, you lose some of the tone and you lose, you lose some of the nuances you of the lose performance dialogue because a lot of the translation is not quite there and you kind of miss mm-hmm. a lot of the kind of like nuance of their performance yeah. which is like and you miss, you know, like the laughter dubbed is not as fun not as, as funny. his original laughter. Like it just, that's the truth. Uh, you know? It's true. It is a very iconic laugh. It's like a little Seth Rogeny. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I like, yeah, no. you have to play it here. There's yeah. a video. Yeah. I'll there's pop a, it in. There's a yeah. recap of it. Uh, 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 Gene, what would your city name be if you were a heister? Wow, great. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. Every character in Money Heist goes by one name, and that one name is the name of a city. And so, like, lead characters, Tokyo, there's a Rio, there's Nairobi, Helsinki, who I love. Helsinki, I love Oslo, Helsinki. There's oh, Helsinki. Helsinki's my favorite character. Helsinki's of a breakout, three, I think. Yeah. Cuddly Helsinki's little teddy great. bear. He's a breakout, it's like third season. 
Yes. Well, first and second season, it it's it's out. almost like there are too many characters and a lot of them get lost, especially like the muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Then third season, they're allowed to kind of like dig into their past. Like you get a lot of the backstory for people mm-hmm. you didn't really know that mm-hmm. well. Like Nairobi oh, gets a story. Yeah. Helsinki gets a story. They introduce like a new true psycho, which I loved because like Berlin, you know, yeah. RIP. And, and then, you know, they bring on that other guy. What's his, What's that other guy's name? Paloma. Paloma, yes. Sure. Paloma. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's the bro- he's the professor's brother's ex. Right. Yeah. Yes. I love. <laughs> yeah. Maybe and he maybe. loves Boom Boom yeah. Chow. Yeah. Boom Boom Chow. Boom Boom, boom Chow. Chow. But he's a nice addition because they're all they're all like family. They're all close, and he becomes the adversary kind of internally mm-hmm. for them because they need to. You need to have somebody who's kind of like almost uh, gonna fly off the handle, who's fly not rails, trustworthy, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, for them. And that's yes. and that's why I think season three, although I did tell this to Bobby Gene I was like I texted him mm-hmm. I was like I do not want, know why they're doing another heist like it does not make sense it's to me hilarious. why they're heisting again it's they're just so like we must silly. heist like we, we gotta <laughs> it's the title Lindsay Gene, you can't get away from it as as a as a as a season one and two obsessive yes. when you heard there was going to be a season three what went through your mind because at, at the end of seasons one and two Exciting. spoilers I mean this is all spoilers they get away with it yeah and they go off to they're an happy. island and they're happy and they're rich as hell yeah. and everything seems great when you hear that season three is happening what are you thinking besides you know I'm what? so excited I was very excited <laughs> but I but I really was like I wonder if they're gonna go like rob somewhere else in like a different country mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> Take like, the show on the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But uh, spoiler alert: they go back to Spain. They go back. <laughs> well, it's just which is not bad. I no, mean, like, no, no. hello, it's, it's just beautiful. so funny where it's like, you know, hey, this is what I want for Big Little Lies too. I want them to <laughs> do what say, they are like... good at. If this show is about heisting, I want another heist. I just <laughs> yes. love that it's like the reason to heist just. It didn't make sense to me, but mm-hmm. do what you know best, which is like get back in there, you know. Yes. So in in season three, Rio fucks up. Rio gets satellite phones from a bad source, well, and like, guess what? Everyone finds the reason them. is wild. It's like these yeah. two are living on an island together. They're, They're so fucking in love. all the time. She's sort of yeah. like I'm over. It. She's like, oh god, they've just we're had so two bored. years of just like vacation. Yeah. Yes. You would get sick. Of I that. would get sick in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. he's, she's like, I need to go party. Like, can you please let me go party? Because like I just want to go party. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like whatever. Like I love you. Go party. Take my satellite phone. And then the moment they'd use their satellite phone, everyone in Spain all is of like, Spain we is found like waiting you. for them. <laughs> We found you and then they kidnap Rio and they hold him hostage and then everyone else comes together and they're like, you know what? We made a pact. We got to heist. We got to take care of the (laughs) gang. The gang is number one. Let's get the gang back together. If we're going to get them back, I'm sorry, but the only way to get them back is to do another heist. And so you know, I would be like, I'm not doing it. But I'd be like, no, I'm not doing it. But I think a great, but I think one of the things that's funny about them is that it's sort of like a drug. It's an addiction to them at this point. So they've all been living these lives of leisure for two years, but they miss the three of heisting. That's true. Like, you know? I guess that's the underlying cause of all this. Where because you're thinking like these, the, they're all isolated. They they really live these like kind of, they're rich, but they live these like isolated lives. Nervous. Yeah, they're nervous yeah. of getting caught. So as soon as the opportunity comes back, they selfishly are like, we must heist. <laughs> and also, the true heist was the friends they made along the way. Yes! <laughs> the true heist was the friends they made oh, along the way. Oh, they made the so way. many yeah. friends. I gotta say though, I'm such a dumbass because Watching part three, I was like, by the time there was like the episode seven, I was like, ooh, they're really cutting it close. Like, I hope they finish this heist. And then episode eight was happening. And I was like, 
when are they going to finish this heist? And I was like looking at my watch. Yeah, like there's only the 10 heist. minutes left. And I was like, oh, God damn it. This is split in two. Yeah, I have to wait yeah. for part four. Yeah, two parts. <laughs> oh, my God. But May, I do love it's, uh, I do yeah. love the dynamic between the professor and uh, Lisbon. Lisbon. Well, that's, she's great. Well, she, love he's her. a real interesting character, right? Because mm-hmm. he is really hard to read. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. in Spanish and especially in English, if you watch the dubbed, you're like, what is this character? Yeah. And their relationship is sweet, but it's also like it almost feels fleeting, dangerous. Yeah, like that's anyone could about flip. It. Yeah. Like it's not I don't trust them as a couple. And they both recognize that in each other yeah. too. And I mm-hmm. and I and I think one of the things that the show does well, which back to Big Little Lies, mm-hmm. maybe in the first season, Big Little Lies does that sort of well, they have the Greek chorus element in the first season, but the way that they sort of switch back and forth between timelines is pretty seamless. And in the second season, it's not quite as seamless. This one is very and this seamless. one's very seamless. Mm-hmm. And I loved in like it was the seventh or eighth episode where Lisbon is remembering um, the professor getting up in the middle of the night and then like going to look at the waves and she's like wow he doesn't really love me anymore but then he's remembering it kind of differently and he's like wow I love her so much and I and I right and I because like he's that they literally impossible to read and I think that's mm-hmm. a big issue with their relationship like forget the heist like it's an interpersonal problem mm-hmm. where like these two people she's skilled in hostage negotiation mm-hmm. so like that's oh. how she knows and he is like this out uh, in a cloud yeah. you know I think it's really interesting because you learn that the professor is the younger brother of the sociopath guy, Berlin. And so you can tell that throughout his entire life, he was overshadowed by this older brother who was like really manipulative. So he, the professor, is really good at observing things, which is interesting when he gets into this relationship with a hostage negotiator and a cop who also observes a lot of things. So I really like that part of their relationship. Now, the new hostage love negotiator. Oh, I love that they bring in, in another woman. Three, I just love it. Oh my god, she has iconic bangs. Yeah, she iconic wears bangs. like she has like three cross earrings in each ear oh. and like 16 cross chains over her turtleneck. Yeah. They had um, to bring in somebody who was a direct <laughs> contrast to Lisbon. Like she is oh my god. Pregnant yes. and she pregnant loves candy. Yeah. Oh my god, she, she loves candy. candy. She is also seems to be a little bit of a uh, not a sociopath, Lunatic, but like, yeah, one hundred percent. There's some screws loose for sure. What was the line when was it Nairobi was like your kid is never gonna love you by the way or something? I was like, oh my god, that's yeah. like the one thing yeah. you could say to her because the little nuance of that character being like she's having the kid because everyone hates her and she thinks that if she has a kid, it'll be something that finally yeah. loves her. But it's her. two mothers yeah. like having this confrontation, Ugh. like two like. Well, I think I think Rio says that to her. Right? Rio, okay, it's Rio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Nairobi's. So what is that relationship? The relationship between the new negotiator and Rio? What? Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah. I certainly do not know. I don't know. How are they going to get out of this? How are they going to get out of this? <laughs> well, I have a quiz to play, but first, how are they going to get out of this? The first half ends super. I mean, it, they, Guys, it, what's weird is that for war. like a it's very war. bloody. There's a lot of setups to be very. There's a lot of guns in uh-huh. this show. And. They really don't lose people that often. Like no. they're still mostly intact. I and mean, they're really good at Berlin had a disease anyways. He was gonna go. So they got so he died. He said I just love that it's one of the rare kind of action shows or just action titles generally, film or TV show, where when there's an act of violence, 
everyone around them is really good at surgery. <laughs> Every time someone gets shot, you're like, oh, no, oh, no, there's a head injury. Like, he's out for sure. And they're like, no, we're going to staple it. We're going to give him all this stuff and he's going to be fine. And they're always fixing people. I love it. I mean, they, they learned how to do it. The professor taught them how to do surgery. Remember? The professor's so smart. Um, but and, like, you did ocular surgery. Yeah. Oh, like, like, oh yeah. That was glass. crazy. I was like, like he's going to be blind. No, he's not. Yeah, that was crazy. Apparently not. Really good schools in Spain. Oh, yeah. Really good schools in Spain. Absolutely. Everyone is um, a genius. You did not answer the question, Lindsay and Jean. Uh, what is your city name? Lindsay, are you just Boston? Yeah. Go get Boston over here. But I don't think <laughs> none of them got named for cities they were from. Right. Okay. So what would you what would you what would your ideal city be? I do be from? like that they all chose cities that were exotic to them. Mm-hmm. Like even like, you know, how like what's their kid's name? Uh, Cincinnati. 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 Like that cracked me up. I love Cincinnati. Like that's so funny to me. It's so funny. I think mine would be like Sydney. I was trying to think of like Sydney. what they yeah, didn't have. They have no like Australian ones. So oh. I'll go with I think Sydney. I would be like Fresno. Like it'd be funny. <laughs> like Fresno. Like a city name that's like not a real name and it's like random. And people but I love what I love about their city names is that for the ones that are American cities, people who are watching this show mainly who are who live in Europe, mm-hmm. like think that these cities are like cool cities. Yeah. <laughs> like Cincinnati, like don't go there. Yeah. Cincinnati is so funny. <laughs> I there's also something like just to to get back to like the exotic comment. It's like Americans love to make everything seem more uh, exotic and, yeah. and more uh, intense mm-hmm. than it actually is. I feel like if an American version of the show, the city names would have been really on the nose. Yes. But because yeah. it's this like European show, they're like, oh, you're Denver and it means absolutely nothing. Oh, you're Nairobi and it means absolutely nothing. She's Tokyo. It means nothing. It does mean so nothing I feel to like, them. Yeah. So I feel like a random city that I think would just be fun would be like Minneapolis. Right. You Minneapolis. know, like literally Minneapolis. Yeah. But also what yeah. a genius. I don't know if they did this on purpose, but again, this show deserves a bigger like uh, international mm-hmm. audience, but what a genius way for me personally as a non-Spanish speaker to fully keep the characters' names in my brain, which is the hardest part of watching something that oh, is yeah. not American, mm-hmm. for especially Terrace House. I forget all of their names, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to think about the show, to make the show, ha- to make the characters have these city names. Mm-hmm. Like, it really helps me keep track of yeah. all of them. Genius. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Here's your quiz. We're going to play a oh, quick boy. little quiz. Oh, oh, we're going to go back and forth. That's about heists. Mm. I just love heists. I do, do you love, love heists, heists in general? I love heists. I love heist <laughs> movies. I wish there were more heist shows, to be honest. I agree. We watched Good Girls on NBC. Yeah. Oh, I love Good, good Girls. Kinda, a lot of great heist books. It's not a full heist show, but it's like a little heisty. You know, if they finish everything up in part four and that's all cool, get a new gang together. Let's heist yes. somewhere else. There's yeah. heists going on all the time. Yeah. There's definitely yes. also a show out there that's like a heist every seat, like yeah, a mini series heist situation. Yes. Just new They should heists. do it. Um, but until then, you will have to deal with the heist movies and shows that already exist. Most of them are movies. These are the subjects of the quiz that I just came up with. So I'm going to ask each of you these questions alternatingly. Okay. And okay. then if you don't get it right, then I'm going to give the other person a Got chance it. to get it. And if, okay. um, I don't know, there are no points here. It's just for fun. Just for but fun. we'll see who wins. Just for fun. Lindsay, okay. I'll start with you because okay. you're right in front of me. Okay. How much do Ocean's, how much do Ocean's 11, sorry, how much do the 11 in Ocean's 11 steal Fuck. in Ocean's 11? Is it? It's all multiple choice. So okay. It's fine. $60 million, $120 million, $160 million, or $215 million? So because I just was doing work about high, money heist, I know that they want to steal 
million billion because mm-hmm. they are printing the money inside, inside. the mint. That's it's another so cool. money yes. heist thing is that Love they're actually it. making money. And in, and in season mm-hmm. three, they're melting down gold into little which you don't cutesy. know what they're going to do with it. It's wild that they're it. melting they're like down gold bag. into balls. Anyways. I love that Nairobi's like, isn't this cool? Look at the gold. Yeah. Isn't it cool? That they have to die for <laughs> underground. It's a whole thing. I love it. So uh, in my mind, so but, but in the first half of Money Heist, they don't get two point four billion. No, they, they only get, a get, less. They get like hun- a billion, a billion or something. Yeah. So, but Ocean's Eleven, how much would a casino have? That's the question. How is much it is in the B, basement like of the Like a hundred something million. It's one hundred and sixty million. Yeah, is yeah. that B? Did yeah. I get it right? It was C. Okay. Okay, Gene. But I knew it was like a hundred something. Yeah, it was around there. You have to yeah. make it worth your time. There are like yeah. eleven people involved. Yeah, yeah everyone's yeah. got to get a good share. Yeah. Okay, Gene. Uh huh. How much do Chris Pine and Ben Foster need to steal from Texas banks I love this movie. in hell or high water? Much lower stakes, but, you know, to the average American high stakes. I know, it's for their stakes. mortgage, right? Yes, it's their mother's yeah, mortgage. Okay. A, 14000 B, 21000 C, 43000 or D, 52000 Wow. I truly do not remember, so I'm going to go with B. Lindsay, that's wrong. It's not B. <laughs> I honestly don't remember, but what low stakes? Is it A? It's C, 43,000. Mm, that's all it needs. That's, that's all an incredible movie. A lot of people die in that movie yeah. for $43,000. I know. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Like, There's more blood in that movie than than most, most of Money yeah. Heist. Great, yeah. great Except movie. for season three. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Season, season three of Money oh, Heist. That's true. <laughs> okay, Lindsay. <laughs> how much are the magicians attempting to steal Fuck, and my, Now You See Me? This your is my favorite, favorite heist movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. Oh, Jean. magicians. Uh, Lindsay's like, magicians in. Heist, even Wait, more in. season. Uh, now You nice See Me, me one, 2 not, is incredible, Gene. Have not, you seen now it? Now You See Me too. I think I watched part of it on a plane once. Gene, you have to watch it. Yeah, I really need to remedy that. Everyone on the planet has watched part of Now You See Me too on a plane. Yes. Okay. And they were like, I'm done with it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A, 40 million. Fuck. B, 140 million. C, 240 million. Or D, 340 million. Oh, boy. They're stealing. You know what's funny about this movie? It's like they're doing magic. Like, I could not tell you where they're stealing from. Like, what they're stealing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember that part. I just know that they're. They're stealing Doing money. magic. Uh, let's go with D. It's B, 140 million. I'm not going to do the alternating thing. <laughs> so, next up is Gene. Gene, yes. how. How much are the widows stealing in widows? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. A, a five million. B twenty-five million. C fifty million. D eighty-five million. Um I'm gonna go with D. It's A five million. It was pretty low. <laughs> it's that pretty was low. the lowest. It's pretty low. Well, I guess it wasn't the lowest of all. Well, where are the widows <laughs> stealing from low. again? The widows are stealing from Colin. Farrell's vault in his house. Okay, so you're, yeah, you gotta say, like, how much could really be in there? Because remember, right, Cynthia Erivo needs to carry yeah. it on her back. She carries it on her back. She's <laughs> practicing yeah. running. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. now you see me. Who knows where the fuck they were stealing? No, from. no one remembers. Yeah. No one cares. Oh, Widows God. is incredible. If you haven't seen Widows yet, watch it. I've seen it like You're three times. You're choosing extremely good heist we're done, movies. Yeah, we're done with all of these. We're done with the quick monetary values. Okay, so Lindsay, where does the heist in Logan Lucky take place? A NASCAR race. A demolition derby event, a horse race, or a monster truck rally? It's NASCAR, right? NASCAR, ding, ding, yeah. ding, you got it right. I knew wow. that one too. God, that's an incredible Guys, movie. I just need, I need it to be known that I... You knew that. And also get you one knew it? Right. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. I believe you. I believe you, Gene. Incredible you so movie. These are all incredible heist yeah, movies. Yeah, these are really good movies. Gene, another incredible heist movie. Okay. What does Thomas Crown steal Fuck. in the Thomas Crown Affair? The, 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 the category of, of, of things... Expensive cars, religious relics, the crown jewels, or famous works of art. 
It is famous works of art. All right, you got it. Ding, yes, ding, ding. Thank God. I didn't remember that. You know what else is an incredible movie? The Thomas fucking Crown Affair. I haven't it's seen it. So, yeah, it sure is. Speaking of sexy heist movies, uh-huh. Money Heist and Thomas Crown Affair, sexy. I didn't know that was a heist yeah. movie. Oh, it's it's they, okay. It's sexy. Okay. Yeah. I gotta watch it. Um, Isn't um Kristen uh, Scott Thomas in that? Who's in that movie? Renee Russo. Renee Russo. Russo. You're you're in same energy. Okay. Um <laughs> that this one's dumb. I'm gonna skip that one. Lindsay, what is the surprise reveal in Tower Heist? A, I didn't see this movie. A, the car is made of gold. No! B, the <laughs> tile is made of diamonds. Who knows? C, all the furniture is stuffed with cash. Or D, there's a key on the dog that opens a gold-filled safe hidden on one of his private islands. Let's say the car, the, the tiles are made of gold. The car is made of the gold. You mixed made... up one and two. The car is made of gold. Um, Here we go. You okay, didn't watch that movie. Jean, I did. I oh. did. I remember because I was like, didn't wasn't there something weird and like wacky about Tower Heist? Yeah, the car is made of gold. Yeah. Gene. Yeah. What do the robbers steal from the bank in Inside Man? I think Money Heist has so much in common with Inside, with Inside Man. Man. I think that's like the most, the closest parallel to Money Heist, mm-hmm. just because of the intricacy and like uh-huh. the, the interplay between the people and the hostages. Okay. Is oh, it A, cash, B, money bonds, C, diamonds, or D, gold? You know, I have to confess it's been so long since I've seen this movie that I don't, I'm, is it Bonds? It's Diamonds. You know who steals Bonds? Who? Who? Forrest Whitaker in Panic Room. That's what they're trying to get out of the uh, thing in Panic uh-huh. Room. That's uh-huh. where it's in the yeah. Panic uh-huh. Room? Yep, it's all uh-huh. in the Panic Room. Inside Man is Denzel. Ta- Denzel and yeah. Clive and Spike Lee. It's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And they're stealing Diamonds from yeah. where? Mm-hmm. From a bank. And who's the Inside Man? Clive Owen. He's inside. Oh, he's inside. <laughs> Lindsay, more Inside Man, more Inside Man questions. Oh fuck, I don't remember. Who are the real villains in Inside Man? Oh no. A the cops. B the CIA. It's always the cops. C Nazis or D Russians. Wait, Nazis? <laughs> no. It's Nazis. Is it Nazis? It's Nazis. Why are they? Wow. The... Because Christopher Plummer is revealed to be a Nazi he's sympathizer. He's always a Nazi. He's always a Nazi. <laughs> One of the main things that they steal is proof that he funded his bank. From Nazi money. Yeah, that's always a thing. And Jodie Foster is like, Jodie Foster is incredible. In yeah, that movie, by the yeah. Way. Okay, yeah. back to Jean. Okay. What does Ansel Elgort suffer from in Baby Driver, Shit. a great heist movie? I know the answer to this. Is it IBS, huh. Tourette's, <laughs> tinnitus, or narcolepsy? That would be tinnitus. All right, you I got it right. It. Wow, two in a row God. we got right. Baby Driver, oh, so yeah. fucking good. Um, so dr- good. Such a good movie. A few yeah. more, then we'll be done. People were so mean about that movie. It was so much it's better great. than people said. It's great. Lindsay, during what war does Three Kings take place? Fuck, I have no The Korean idea. War, the Vietnam War, the Revolutionary War, no. or the Persian Gulf War? It's the last one. Gene, what <laughs> okay. vehicle is used to transport money internationally in Jackie Brown? A plane, a train, a boat, or a blimp? Oh my gosh, I don't know. She's a flight attendant, it's a plane. Oh yeah, she is. Okay. okay. Three more, they're Great really movie. short. They're all okay. centered around the film okay. Entrapment. Fuck. Lindsay, oh, fuck. during what major event does Entrapment take place? I don't remember. Dia I... de los Muertos. No. The Millennium New Year. The World Cup or Carnival? Carnival. I know this one. It's the Gene. Millennium New Year. I did recently yeah. watch this movie. Entrapment. Gene, confirm or deny yeah. Entrapment is incredible. It's so good. I watched it again on a plane very recently. Entrapment is <laughs> laser. She's under the She's laser. She's under the She's laser. She's under the oh, yeah. laser. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Okay, Lindsay. My memory. Wait, no, no Gene. it's Gene's turn. Oh, yeah. In Entrapment, who is playing who? Is Sean playing Catherine or is Catherine playing Sean? Well, the tables turn and she is playing him. But then 
you find out that he knew that, right? Is yeah, that so they're both playing each other. You got it right. Yeah, yeah. It was a trick question. They're both playing <laughs> okay. each other. Is that what? That's yes. entrapment. Can't yes. fool me. Yes. And that's Lindsay, entrapment. last question. Uh-oh. Did they get together at the end? Yeah. Yeah, you got it okay, right. Okay, good. <laughs> of course um, they fucked. Are you oh kidding? Oh, my God. Duh. Wow. What a Duh. great heist conversation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but we don't know if they get together. This I really want the professor. Just... And I want when that reveal yeah. that fucking you Lisbon to... is still alive actually made. It was like a gasp it moment for me. You need to oh, make a little playlist of heist movies that go along with this episode okay. to share with the people. Because I, I feel like this is a, a, lot good, of them are on Netflix. a good 101 of heisting. Ultimately, I think that's the the number one draw of Money Heist. It, if you like heists, it is every single thing you love about heist, but just stretched out. And each episode is its own little mini heist. Yes, especially season three, because it was made for Netflix. Exactly. Right? So like, what like, if you broke Ocean's yeah. Eleven down into each of those individual things? Like, Don Cheadle needs to get the thing. That's an episode. Casey Affleck and, um, what's his name? Scott Kahn have to go get the thing. That's an episode. It's also just, you know, it makes it so it's more realistically complicated when they get into situations where, like, how are you going to get mm. out of this one? It's not just an easy yes. fix. Usually it can be just Ugh. an easy fix, but this one is more, he's got to go, uh, there's a car with some DNA evidence yeah. on He's got to go pretend to be homeless so he can get Ugh. rid of the car. And yes. there's just a lot of, like, little pieces that this oh, yeah. that they can put in here because it is uh, drawn out yes. you know so um thank you sydney and i don't remember who you are i am fresno thank you, you bitch. sydney and fresno for joining me <laughs> minneapolis to talk about an amazing show money heist and why just three americans trying to tell americans to watch it because it's incredible like join the rest so. of the world and everyone else in the world if you knows speak spanish we didn't even say like if you speak spanish this is such a delight like it, yes. it's a no-brainer for yes. you Yes. Just join the money heist train. It's the best. Um, thank you for joining us, Jean. I'm thank sorry it's so you. early there. No, um, it's really, it's fine. I'm okay. thrilled. I am just so excited that not only did I get to talk to you guys about this, that hopefully, you know, once season three comes out, uh, more people will watch it and then I can talk about it with them too. Believe the hype. It's great. So thank you for listening to I'm Obsessed with This. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Money Heist is streaming now. Ha 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 